This is Lifetime Sentence, the podcast where we watch bad Lifetime original movies and compare them to the truly heinous stories that inspired them. Because sometimes the truth really is stranger than fiction. So how have you been today? I've been good. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Look, here's the thing. Like, I live in Texas, so... It's a national holiday in Texas. It is. Well, I really and I do. I like football. I I um I really watch more college football. I'm not really big into the NFL, but I like Super Bowl Sunday. It's fun, you know. You get to hang out with your friends and drink and stuff. Um, but there's a loophole because if you don't like football in Texas, they make you embroider all your clothes with a Y for Yankee, and you have to root for the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, but there is a loophole for the super bowl in that if the dallas cowboys aren't playing you don't have to watch exactly yeah we have the same loophole in louisiana the saints aren't playing so we don't have to watch yeah well i i hear actually it's banned the super bowl has been banned in louisiana this year because the saints aren't playing yeah listen (laughs) my dad is a big cowboys fan like ride or die but even he yesterday was like the saints got robbed and i was like cool i'm gonna go i'll see you later (laughs) (laughs) i just you know at this point unless unless the rams win like a hundred to zero and then they ceremoniously sacrifice tom brady on the field like i'm not interested he's been in so many super bowls like i'm done with him (laughs) i need this to happen (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just not, it's not interesting to me. And it's because I'm not a big NFL fan. Like, I'm sure people that are like diehard NFL fans don't care. And they're going to watch the game no matter what. To me, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Right, exactly. Anyways, that's my Super Bowl diatribe. And I'm done. (laughs) But I am keeping track of the score because. And on that note, welcome to Lifetime (laughs) Sentence. I'm Paul. I'm Erin. I have feelings about football, apparently. And I don't. Which is odd, because I usually have lots of feelings about lots of things. It's true. <laughs> Just in Louisiana too long. It's true. Well, and I'm really tired. So this weekend, I went to Dallas again. I was there last weekend, too. I know. To the North Texas comic book show. How exciting. I had so much fun. I bet. And I got a lot of, like, Spider-Man comics that I was wanting. And I got to meet... Oh. So, I know you love Spider-Man. My son also loves Spider-Man, so I get it. You're raising yeah. a good kid. I know. He's a good one. Um, but I got to meet some of the artists from Marvel, like who've worked mm-hmm. with Marvel in the past, and it was just so cool. Like I told you, I have a couple of friends, actually, who work for Marvel, and, I mean, their work is just incredible. Both right. of them are really, they're really good guys. So My dream is to one day be that good. I'm not there yet, but one day. I have a friend that put, like – he'll disappear for weeks at a time and then just post like 20 covers on in a row on Facebook. And I'm like, Oh, that's where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Want to talk about this movie? I do. I want to hear all about it because the case is super interesting. Dude. Okay. This movie was incredible. And actually my, I want to say on the top, I'm not going to give my, um, my official ruling until the end, but my friend Leah, hi Leah. Um, she suggested to me this week that I do some kind of rating um, for these movies um, so she can know whether she should like go watch them or skip it. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you about the movie and then I'm going to give you like 
a cocktail pairing suggestion and like why I would pair that cocktail with it. And then you'll know whether you should watch the movie or not. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> but this movie is like an early 2000s dream. Like the casting, the way it's shot, it's it's really, really, they, they really nailed it. That's all I'll say. So it's called The Bling Ring. It was released on September 26, 2011. Okay. I have to say, um, Lifetime is really good at getting these turned out in the middle of everything happening. It's true. It's true. Um, So it stars Austin Butler. He plays Zach Garvey. And I was looking at his IMDb and I was like, he looks like a Disney Channel kid. And mostly he was on ABC Family. But he was in Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Little Ashley Tisdale. Well, what a fun connection because while she wasn't hit, Ashley Tisdale was a target of the bling ring. They mentioned her in the movie, yeah. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it stars Yin Chang, who plays Natalie Kim. She was, I don't know, did you watch Gossip Girl? Yes. She was Nelly Yuki. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then. Are you impressed that I watched something? I am. I'm. <laughs> So these last two are people that they're the adults in the movie and they're people that I know from shows that I liked in the eighties and nineties. Um, the first one is Tom Irwin and he plays detective Archie Fisherman. 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 Mm -hmm. So the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, who is that guy? Like, I know that guy I've seen him somewhere. He plays a dad on something. Okay. He was Angela Chase's father on My So-Called Life. I loved My So-Called Life. I loved that show. He was Graham Chase. I loved that show. Um, So I really like him. But the whole time it just drove me nuts. I was like, who is that? Because, you know, he's older now. But, yeah, I was really excited. And lastly, we have 80s 80s movie icon Jennifer Grey. Really? She plays Iris Garvey, who is Zach's mom. Look at her. And I don't need to tell anybody where she's from. Do I? Even I know that she's from, um, I'm going to say Flash. No, I know she's from Dirty Dancing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Y'all, the look of fear in Aaron's eyes. This podcast was about to end. I almost had a heart attack and died. (laughs) Um, So the number of times I say nobody puts baby in the corner during this uh, episode is uh justified maybe (laughs) (laughs) anyway so um we start out with like a facebook type like status update um and it said it just has the movie title and then again this is inspired by a true story so i'm sure none of these people sparked any kind of recognition to you right they're all all those names were made up um so Zach is sitting in front of his um, webcam. He's doing a video diary. Okay. And he, um, and that, like the first thing I thought was like, you know who already has done this and did it better? Emma Stone in Easy A. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, but he's talking about like, I'm going to tell you the real story. It cuts to him quickly, like walking into court surrounded by cameras. Back to the video diary. He's uh, He wants to set the record straight. Because nobody cares about the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, flashback time. It is Zach's first day at a new school in LA. 
Um, Jennifer Gray is dropping him off. She is like full of optimism and happiness. She's like, this is such a nice school. You're going to have such a great time. Um, and he's like, whatever. He's going to like an alternative school. Okay. So there's like a really nice school. And then there's like two portables next door where he goes to school. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets out of the car and everyone looks at him. You know, they're all just staring. You know how kids are right. with the new kid. Oh, yeah. And and then Natalie pulls up. And at this moment, I could tell that this movie was written by someone who really, really wanted to be popular in high school. Oh, great. Because her friends cheer when she pulls up to the school. <laughs> okay, Aaron, did your friends not cheer when you pulled up to school every day? No, we were all fucking miserable. We didn't want to be there. Um, <laughs> you went to the wrong school because not only did my friends cheer, they held up a banner for me every day to run through. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. Yeah, she gets out and she's like, no applause, please. Y'all, my Valley Girl impressions are going to be on point today. Please tell Super me excited. please was two syllables. Please, yes. Yes. Um... Her friends like word vomit in Valley Girl around her. And then <laughs> Natalie even says, as if. Perfect. So, my first thought was, is this like a Nazima commercial or what? <laughs> um, they gather up for a group photo outside school because that's a thing that happens. It's not a thing that happens. You, Nobody. Aaron, yeah. you and I had very different high school experiences. Clearly. I mean, yeah, I've taken pictures in front of my friends, but not with the entire school. Like, in front of the school of my friend, Not, like, with everyone in my class. Why not? Didn't you love everybody so dearly? You also probably went to a much bigger high school than I did. I went to a huge high school. Yeah, that's going to make a big difference. And no, I did not love everyone dearly. Uh, we were all besties. We went to each other's weddings. That did not no, happen. you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking hated everyone I went to school with, except for about five people. Okay, you know, looking back now, we were all vapid and stupid, but you know, there were clicks and stuff. It just, that's just the way it is in high school. Anyways, they gather up for their photo and Natalie makes Zach take it. And then she like walks up to get her pink glitter phone back and she's like, I hope it's a focus. And then she walks off. <laughs> yes. Um, in this school, we have roll call with. Like, why everyone in the school, like, they cut to each individual person and they're talking about why they're in this alternative school. Okay. And it's mostly truancy. Like, so it's like a breakfast club kind of introduction? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Anyway, so they cut to the one girl that's clearly in jail and she's like, the word truancy is so negative. I was just on my own path. What? Okay. <laughs> that's so LA, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the principal is like, we're here to give kids second chances. Um, so the teacher's calling roll call and he gets to Natalie and he points out like, we have a dress code here because she's wearing. I can't wait. <sighs> she's wearing a white short sleeve button up shirt with like a suit vest over the top, which is not so bad, right? Okay. Sounds fine. She's also wearing a very short pleated hot pink skirt. With white thigh-high stockings being held up with a black garter belt and black high-heeled Mary Janes. No, she's not. Um, she's wearing about five too many necklaces slash bracelets 
and also super long earrings that have feathers on the end. No, she's not. And she looks like a baby prostitute. It's like an early 2000s wet dream, though. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, Zach tries to ingratiate himself to the group by saying, that I think she looks great. Oh, um, poor Zach. You're trying. We, yeah, we cut to a status update, and he says, new school, trying to reinvent myself. Um, after school, Zach's walking, and Natalie pulls up in her convertible with Lacey Chabert and Lindsay Lohan. And they're like, get in, loser. We're going shopping. Yes. Sorry, that's a wrong movie. Um I think they're all the same movie at this point. Yeah. Um, so Prison Valley Girl, who's not in prison yet, is like, Natalie doesn't need people defending her, especially you. Um, and Natalie's like, just because they're friends, losers. Lindsay Lohan wore these shoes to the People's Choice Awards, and they said she had. And Zach is like, yeah, they said she had edge. <laughs> Zach is said, already regretting trying to fit in. Yeah. His dad works in a studio. Um, he makes a joke, like they're like asking him why he's in the school. He's like, "Oh, because I, you know, have a, I skip school." And um, they're like, "Oh, is that a problem for you?" And he's like, "No, it's not a problem for me. It's a problem for my parents." So Natalie's like, uh, "Let me drive you home." Um, and Prison Valley Girl's like, "But we are gonna go get Betty Petties." <laughs> and Natalie's like, "I changed my mind." Um, so she kicks all those bitches out of her car to drive Zach home. They get there, and um, Zach's house is much smaller than Natalie anticipated. Okay. She invites herself in, and poor Jennifer Gray. Of she does. Uh, Jennifer Gray's like, oh, my God, hi. My husband works in payroll at the studio. Zach was in a movie directed by Steven Spielberg, second AD, and I made cookies. Have some milk. She's like, <laughs> the best mom. I love her. That's precious. I know. She tried. She did. Um, it turns out they, so they go up to Zach's room and it turns out he's very much into celebrity gossip, which you can tell because his computer is like opened up to like a knockoff of TMZ and a knockoff of Perez Hilton. Yes. I have not thought of old Perez Hilton in a long time. I didn't catch the knockoff of Perez Hilton, but the TMZ is called three, three DZ or three zero Z 30 Z or something like that. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but they have like the exact same type logo. It's that's hilarious. Um, he's trying to prove that he knows, he does know stuff about celebrities because she's pissed that he like kind of lied to her. He's like, well, someone, someone, uh, somebody's supposed to be famous is playing a, a secret show at Basso, which is an actual club in LA. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie like, flips out and she's like, we should go. I'll get the fake IDs. I go to clubs all the time. I can totally get us in. And Zach's like, I don't want to go. I'm not really interested. And he's like, I have really bad anxiety. Um, like, I that's why I'm not still in movies. It's why, like, I go to this stupid school because I have this terrible anxiety problem. So we then cut to um, Prison Valley Girl talking about how smart and popular Natalie is. And you will appreciate this quote. Are you ready? I cannot wait. I'm leaned in close listening. Natalie knows more about clothes than Einstein knew about bones. Uh, (laughs) the worst part is is i have taught people like this i died it was so um natalie takes zach shopping at ted baker um i love ted baker me too. They obviously can't afford the clothes in there because they're in high school. <laughs> so Natalie steals them. I was going to um, say, I can't afford the clothes in there and I'm not in high school. 
Right, exactly. Well, you teach high school, so basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach sees her and has, like, a very real anxiety attack. And so the, the store girl, like, freaks out. She's like, let me get you some water. And Natalie's like, um, in a bottle with a straw. Ta- um, still not sparkling. <laughs> she's just awful. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Um, so... Well, I guess while he freaked out, it allowed Natalie to fill up her entire bag with clothes. Oh. Yeah. So they go to the club. They go to Basso. Um, and Natalie steals money out of an unlocked car, like, parked in the back. So they can, like, pay off the bouncer to get in. And Zach is like, what the fuck are you doing? Sorry, I just... And um, so they're at the club. And she, like, goes... Like, she's like trying to get into an unlocked car, like to find somebody's wallet. And she does, and she steals it. Um, they use that money from the wallet to try to pay off the bouncer, but the bouncer's like, no dice, dude. So she leans over and she's like, he's on the hills. So they let him in. The hills. God, that's so topical for 2011. I know. Well, especially since they knock off Audrina Patrick's house like five times. Right. I'm glad you said that name. Cause I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew Audrina. It was Patrick. I was worried about. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, inside there's music playing and if you're not paying attention and don't listen that hard it sounds like it could maybe be Britney Spears but it's not <laughs> okay like which Britney Spears it sounds a little bit like circus to okay me. so that mm-hmm. is the right time period then mm-hmm. okay um, Natalie tells Zach like to go get her go get her a drink but he gets distracted by a pretty girl and buys that girl a drink instead good on you Zach yeah that girl is like hey are you going to Paris Hilton's party but he gets distracted when he sees Natalie leaving. So he leaves and follows her. Um, she's pissed off because she couldn't get into the VIP section. And she tells Zach that life is only good in the place that you can't get into. I, that's not really a good motto. No. Mm-mm. Just listeners, if you, if you listen to that and you're like, girl, I like the way you think, just say no. Yeah. Um. So she's like, I want to go home. I can't get into the VIP section. And Zach is like, but Paris Hilton's having a party. Um, So she stays and they go find Paris Hilton's house. But there's definitely like no party happening. There's nobody there. (laughs) Um, Natalie goes up to the door and it's unlocked. And I don't want to victim blame. I feel very bad for Paris Hilton that she got robbed. But she can afford locks and to hire someone to carry the key when she doesn't have any pockets. Right. So, not to mention, she had like a million purses. You could slip a key into one of them. Your door. I don't uh, lock your door. Who doesn't lock their door? Put the key on the collar of your little chihuahua. Oh, Tinkerbell is in this movie. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. In case you were worried about that, that's the dog's name. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um. So Natalie goes in, and Zach follows. He's like freaking out. He's gearing up for a major panic attack. Um, he finds Natalie. She's trying on clothes. Um, he walks into the bedroom and Paris Hilton has photos of herself on her bedroom wall, which I mean, I guess really doesn't surprise me. It was just funny. Right. Like portraits, not like selfies with friends, like portraits of herself on her wall. I'm not shocked at all. No. Um, Natalie steals what is, I assume, the ugliest dress that Paris Hilton owns. I hope. (laughs) and they take a video of themselves like in her house which brings me to the running theme of this episode and that is teenagers are fucking dumb accurate (laughs) um 
later, um, Zach's eating dinner with his family and his mom is like sweet and nice. And she's trying to like get him to talk. And his dad is kind of an asshole. Um, Zach asked him like, Hey, how do people get into VIP room rooms at clubs? And his dad was like, is that all you think about all day? You want to know how to get into VIP rooms? You study and you work hard, which is not true. Dad. That's but- <laughs> actually kind of the opposite. If I'm right. being honest. <laughs> um, yeah. um, and he, then he like tells him, he's like, by the way, you know, you're, you're not that important to get into a VIP room, which is mean. What a dick. Yeah, Zach storms off and Jennifer Gray is like, you're ruining his self-esteem. And she storms off too. Good. Lots of storming. At school, Natalie brings Zach coffee and her valley girlfriends are so jealous. Um, Natalie is wearing that stupid, ugly dress. And she's like, we should go back to that store where I got it because I want another one. Zach, say no. Um, So we go, we have a new status update and it just says shopping. Which is what they call this when they go to these people's homes oh. and burglarize them. They call it shopping. Perfect. <laughs> Let's not make this stupider than it already is. Um, we're back in Paris Hilton's closet and Natalie is wearing what I assume is like a nightie. Wait, I kind of want this to be a show. Paris Hilton's closet. Uh, right? Like a what not to wear. You take like some frumpy person who's never like learned how to dress, put them in Paris Hilton's closet and they have to come out with a suitable um, ensemble. Three outfits, like a work, a night out, and then like a weekend outfit. This is a great concept. And also since Project Run- Runway is on Lifetime, they can fund this show. Lifetime, call us. I'm ready. We're ready. Oh, <laughs> we would be the best hosts. Literally, my dream job is going into other people's closet and telling them what's ugly. Yes. <laughs> um, Zach is like, we gotta go. But then he starts going through the drawers and he finds a big fat wad of cash. And so I guess now he's on board. Oh, okay. Suddenly you've got a little bit more time, Zach. Huh? Yeah. That's how it works, well, Zach. What's he gonna do? Steal Paris Hilton's clothes and wear them? No. Or just don't steal, period. Yeah. Also an option. And just then, oh no, Paris comes home. Uh Uh-oh. And that bitch, Tinkerbell, almost, like, finds them and almost rats them out. (laughs) I picture her like Mrs. Norris in Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But Zach feeds her some candy, and after a person that I guess is supposed to be Paris, but is very clearly not Paris Hilton, walks down the hallway next to them, they sneak out with all their bags full of her stuff. (laughs) This is like the worst Scooby-Doo ever. (laughs) Um, We cut to the cops, and Paris has sent them an itemized, typed-up list of what's missing in her house. How would she possibly know everything that's missing? Well, I assume that she has some of the inventory of that stuff when people give it to her or she buys it. That makes sense. Because if you have, like, any kind of homeowner's insurance, if you get robbed, like, if you're famous like that and are going to claim, like, very, very high-end designer clothes, you need to have an inventory of what you own. If I ever get robbed and have to provide a list, it's going to be like, a Hershey's chocolate bar and <laughs> a guitar, thanks. TV from Best Buy. <laughs> Dishes from Walmart. 
that painting on the wall behind you. Yeah, that's from Hobby Lobby. I know. I see it every time we go. Uh, I really like it, though. It's cute. Um, so, Angela's dad, because I refuse to call him anything else, uh, finds the candy wrapper. And the other cop is like, hey, you're from the, the East L.A. precinct, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, moved over here. And he's like, cool, welcome to Hollywood. And he opens Paris Hilton's bathroom, like, and it's bigger than my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I like to, right now, as a poor person, yell, like, what do they even need that size bathroom for? But if I'm being honest, if I had that much money, I would have that size bathroom. Well, I'll just say that somebody posted in one of the groups that I follow for The Bachelor earlier an article about how much money those idiots make on their Instagram and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just obscene amounts of money. And she was like, I can't believe this, but I'm sorry. Like if somebody offered me $5,000 to post an Instagram post, I would probably do it. Uh, have you, did you see the video that I sent in our Snapchat yesterday of the woman playing with toys? Yes. That is cookie swirl C. And mm-hmm. she makes, like her net worth is $10 million right now from a YouTube channel where she plays with Shopkins for a living. Like, you know, you kind you kind of hate those people because you go to work every week, but also if you had the opportunity to be one, you would. Right. I'm mad because I, I didn't think of that first. Right. Exactly. That's why we're peddling ourselves on a podcast. <laughs> Whatever. We're not peddling ourselves. This is fun. It is fun. Um, so, and a news reporter is standing outside and she's like talking about how the robbery was so lame that police think it was a publicity stunt by Paris herself. <laughs> I would um, actually believe that. Yeah. Uh, I think it was actually a thing that came up in the real case. Probably. At first. I think it was. Um, so not Paris and Tinkerbell are on the 30Z site while Natalie talks about how big Paris's feet are. Like uh, Zach is watching it on the computer and then Natalie's like trying on her shoes and she's like, these don't fit me. Her feet are huge. (laughs) This really does feel like they just hired the like third writer of Mean Girls to write this. Look, if you can't tell already, I'm on board. I loved this movie. It was great. Um, Jennifer Grey walks in and I guess they told her that they're doing all this for charity. Like, they're going to give away all these clothes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, cool. That checks out. Thanks. She's like, all this for charity. And Zach's like, get out of my room. Um, they try to sell the clothes at Venice Beach, but a cop makes them leave because they don't have a permit. Um, luckily, Prison Valley Girl shows up. And she's like, oh, my God, y'all are, like, famous. And then she says, I have a cousin that can sell this stuff for you. Everyone so has go, a cousin. Yeah. So they go to this cousin who, by the way, is like a 40-year-old man. Oh, beautiful. And he's gross. Like, ugh. Um, and he gives them $10,000 for the sign, uh, Lubitans, and then invitations to, like, clubs and parties because he's, like, a club promoter. So they're like, you're going to put us on the VIP list of all these clubs, and we'll take this $10,000. Okay. Um, so they go to the club and they buy a $1,000 bottle of champagne. Because why not? I mean, first of all, club markups are so ridiculous because there's no way that champagne was worth $1,000. We both <laughs> know that was Boone's Farm putting a new bottle. 
for real. Uh, it was Andre. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also teenagers are stupid. Both of these things are accurate. Mm-hmm. Prison Valley Girl's stupid cousin is at the bar with them or the club with them. And he's like, yay, let's toast to a beautiful future. You're too Again. old to be drinking with underage minors. He's 40. I said underage minors as if they are like people who dig for gold and they're underage. (laughs) Because I refuse to be the most redundant person on this planet. (laughs) Whatever. Um, So next they decide to burglarize Audrey and Patrick's house. Um, So they're using the actual celebrities' names. Yes, they are. Which I think because actual celebrities don't have any you don't have to pay to use like an actual celebrity's name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't use the actual criminals names. Why not? Like, well, cause I think a, they were minors and B they still have some like autonomy. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I do know they were minors. So underage um, minors or just the regular yeah. kind underage. I won't yeah. <laughs> underage. Minors. And you know, Kudos to Audrina Patrick because at least she locks her door. Good. So they're like rolling around on her bed and taking pictures, which to me, if I were a celebrity and people stole like my clothes that I never wear, that's one thing. But like rolling around on my bed and like digging through my stuff, like that's what would piss me off. Oh, yeah. That would really make me mad. Um, so... They're taking, like, photos of each other on her bed and, like, rolling around in all of her stuff. And Zach, for some is trying to get their attention. So he turns off the light. And, you know, good for him because he sees that Audrina Patridge has cameras in her home. Uh-oh. Like, security cameras. Um, so they pull their hoods up and leave, and Zach disconnects the camera. But the video ends up on YouTube or, as they call it in this movie your video (laughs) that's like when you go to walmart and instead of like cookie crunch or cookie crisp i mean it's like lots of cookies (laughs) there's a lot of that in this movie they lifetime had zero product placement in this movie (laughs) good for them they're staying true to themselves so zach like freaks out about the video and natalie says we got 100,000 hits. That's more than Beyonce on a good day. So, at that point, I was like, that seems wildly inaccurate. So, just for funsies, I went to see how many Instagram followers Beyonce has. Because Natalie says 100,000 hits would be Beyonce on a good day. Right. Beyonce has 123 million Instagram followers. 100,000 hits is a good minute for that woman. But this is 2011. (laughs) Still. Let's see, Beyonce. I I think it's still wildly inaccurate. Beyonce had not released Lemonade yet. Let's see, where was she in her career? Because 2011, Lady Gaga had the most followers of any social media. Yeah. Beyonce I, passed her up. I still think she had 
I'm sure millions and millions of followers. I really don't think a hundred thousand hits is going to make put you, put me on the level of Beyonce. That's I'm, all I'm saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't really care. <laughs> Look, a hundred thousand hits again is a good, not even minute, like thirty I mean, seconds for Beyonce. I mean, look, <laughs> I want a hundred thousand hits in a month. Same. Um. Anyways, the cops are watching the video. Um, the fingerprints from the crime scene don't come up in the database. That's all from the police station for now. <laughs> Zach comes home and Jennifer Gray is cleaning his room and he flips out. He's oh. like, Mom, stay out of my room. Yeah, and he's like, if I want my room to be clean, I'll do it myself. And look, Jennifer Gray, if you want to come clean my house, or any, if any of you want to come clean my house. Yeah. Email us, because I will jump all over that. We'll buy you brunch. Yeah, I will. Um, He immediately then runs to his closet to make sure his stolen crap is still there, which it is. Hmm. Um, We're at another Facebook status update, and it says BFFL, which I'm going to assume means best friends for life. Big French fries, dude. L? Oh, sorry. I don't know where the D came from. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Big French fries later? Yeah, sure. Um, binge French fries later? Perfect. That I could get on board with. I could get on board with that. Um, Prison Valley Girl comes to Zach's house, and she brings new two new friends slash felons to hang out with them. I mean, friend, there's a thin, thin line between friends and felons teenagers are so fucking dumb like they're like hey we got the whole class involved it's gonna be like a class trip to you know rob audrina patridge we're having a get your permission slips we're having a small gathering at Lindsay lohan's house tonight tell nobody (laughs) (laughs) also one of these girls is named moon and i fucking can't no she's not she is um they giggle about how they're a shopping club. Um, then they cut to Prison Valley Girl in prison, and she's like, Paris Hilton, four times. Audrina Patridge and Rachel Bilson, six times. Ashley Tisdale, Megan Fox. I'm pretty sure. Like, I wasn't there. They just told me about it. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. She is not the smartest one of this bunch. I'll just say that. So Zach's parents are celebrating his dad's birthday, but Zach is out with his friends. Um, His parents get in a fight about them, about him. Jennifer Gray is like, he seems happy. That should count for something. Um, But then Zach doesn't come home until the next morning. And Jennifer Gray is in the corner of the kitchen crying. And nobody puts baby in a corner. (laughs) Here you make Jennifer Gray cry. What's wrong with you? That's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Um, Zach gives her like a stolen, I think it's supposed to be a Tiffany necklace, but it's not. Uh, (laughs) um, And she is immediately like, how did you pay for that? You don't have a job. And he's like, I work for Natalie's mom. I mow her lawn and clean out her closets. Okay. And Jennifer Gray is like, "Uh, you have family obligations and, um, He's like, I'm sorry, I won't let it happen again. And he also has a shiny thing in his hand, so she forgives him. Right. 
distract her offered, with the shiny thing. Yeah. And then he offers to take um, a cake to his grandmother, and that really seals the deal. She's like, okay. So then you see him kind of go visit his grandma in the nursing home. It's very cute. Oh. Um, I really want to like this kid. He is the most likable character in this movie, besides Jennifer Grey. <laughs> Actually, besides all of the adults, <laughs> except, except the 40-year-old creepy cousin. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting old is when you watch a movie like this and you you sympathize with the grown-ups. Yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela's dad is reading like a celeb. Um, it's like a gossip magazine, but it's called Movie Watcher. It's not a real one. Okay. Um, He's lamenting about how he should have never taken the job in Hollywood. Um, his wife is like, hey, like, remember you did this for our daughter to have a better, like, high school career. Um, and then once she graduates, you can go back to getting shot in East L.A. <laughs> so um, Angela's dad's daughter in this movie, her name is Izzy. It's not Claire. Or it's not Angela. And it's not Claire Danes. And I feel really cheated by this. I Yes ruining my teenage years um she comes in and his her dad always you know how dads are always trying to be like hip and with it yeah my dad he's like brangelina had twins and she's like oh my god you're so embarrassing everyone knows that (laughs) (laughs) um so there's more clubs more photos of them in front of people's houses like while they're burglarizing homes and I'm, I tried through this whole thing to distinguish between burglary and robbery because there is a difference, but right. I probably slip a couple times. So yeah, because robbery is a, is an aggressive act against somebody. Right, robbery is like if they had if it had been like a home invasion and they had gone and while they were home, right, and like held them up and taken their stuff. Right, burglary is like when nobody's home. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so there's more photos. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone's popular. Um, everything's great, you know, like lots of them, lots of, uh, videos of them cheersing at clubs and, you know, seeing, you know, hot people, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) At school, Zach meets like a pretty sweet, lovely little blonde girl who does not go to the alternative school. Okay. So she's at the pretty one next door. Yeah. She's at the nice school next door. Okay. Um, after he meets her, she gives him like a coupon for frozen yogurt because she's adorable and awkward. Okay. Oh. Wait, so um, he's got all that shit and all he gives her is a coupon? No, she gives it to him. Oh, thank you. Okay. I got my pronouns she confused. There. She's like, you should come to where I work. Oh, She's that's like, really adorable. Yeah. That's really cute. Um, Right then, Natalie shows up and she's like, Savage wants to see us. Apparently, that's the creepy old cousin's name. That, That's not a name. No, it's not a name. Neither is Moon. But, but Savage Moon sounds like the name of a video game that I would play. Savage Moon sounds like the name of a band that I would go watch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in 2011 when I was in my emo phase. Yeah. It's like Savage Garden, but better. I used to think Savage Garden had the most romantic music. Oh, me too. And when I was in the fifth grade. Oh, God, I you're making me feel so old. was at the skating rink. And um, it was about to be a slow skate and I wanted to skate with this girl, Brittany. And Mm -hmm. she told me that she would skate with me, but first she wanted me to skate with her friend, Krista. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. back then I didn't understand girl politics to know what was going on. Oh boy. Right. So I slow skated with Krista and she smelled bad and I did not enjoy the slow skate and it was to truly madly deeply. And I was very concerned for a long time afterward that they had ruined truly madly deeply. So shout out to Krista. I bet you're very happy these days. And I'm sorry that I was also an asshole in the fifth grade. To this day, like when I hear a Savage Garden song come on the radio, like I will lose my shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I turn it up and I sing. It's very embarrassing. I want to stay with... I seriously thought there were there was never going to be a more romantic song ever written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chicka Cherry Cola. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Anyways. So, Savage. I refuse to acknowledge that's a real name, but... <laughs> Um, he's mad because Zach's Facebook says souvenirs PM me. Uh oh. Teenagers are fucking dumb. Don't be stupid. Anyway, so they fight. They fire him from their criminal endeavor. Not sure that's really getting fired, right? (laughs) Think that's a promotion, right? Um, and then they decide to uh to burglarize Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox next. Okay. Mm Hmm. Um, what cut- is Brian Austin Green famous for? 90210? Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. I have a really hard time being friends with you sometimes. Listen, <laughs> so the problem is for half a minute, when you said his name, I thought he was a musician. And then yeah. I couldn't stop making him one of the lead singers of, or like one of the people in Good Charlotte, even though I know that, that he is no way involved in that. But my brain just fell apart. Nope. Um... So we cut to the young cop being interviewed and he's like, the things about kids is they don't have a record. So they're not in the system. All you, but all you need is a connection. Right. Foreshadowing. Right. right. So, um, so they're at the green slash Fox home. Um, it's a montage of all these dummies all over their security camera. I'm like, God, I can't. Yeah. Um, Prison Valley girl doesn't even cover her head with her hood. She stands in front of the camera the whole time they're there, which is why I assume that she's in prison. Like, I, you are so dumb. God, girl. Um, and then Natalie almost leaves her cell phone there. No. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so dumb. Yeah. Zach goes back to get it, and on his way out, he eats a piece of candy, and you see a slow-mo of the rapper hitting the ground. No. It's a sunblast candy, which is known in the real world as a starburst. Wow. <laughs> um, Angela's dad makes the connection between like the candy wrappers at the scenes, um, but nobody at the police station really cares. He also refers to them as like a crime ring for the first time, but um, the boss policeman doesn't like it. He's like, please don't tell anyone that. <laughs> and then asks his assistant to send out his lunch. But um, immediately it gets out. So, like, somebody in the police station leaks that it's a ring of, you know, people. Right. The not ring is at a Chinese restaurant. And the waitress is like, don't I know y'all? And they're all like, oh, my God, no. But then Natalie takes Zach's wallet to give her a huge tip for recognizing them for a show that they're not in. (laughs) (laughs) And she finds the yogurt coupon that he's been holding on to. 
Oh. And she's like, oh, my God, you still have this? Like, she's all jealous. And Prison Valley Girl, sweetie, is like, I like Frozen Girl. We should go. And... <laughs> But then Zach goes by himself to get yogurt and flirt with Maddie. That's the blonde girl. Um, Natalie stops him down there because he's ignoring messages from her. And they leave because there's a quote-unquote emergency, which is that she's super excited because the ring is on the cover of a magazine. They have a name now. They're super famous. Life is so good. I feel like she has some reevaluating of her priorities to do. Yeah. So Natalie's like super excited because they're famous. They're not. And Zach needs a clonopin and a nap, like stat. Absolutely. <laughs> That's going to be our first t shirt. <laughs> um, Angela's dad comes home and um, not Angela is watching like the video footage on some gossip site. And she's like, oh, my gosh, dad, like, you know, your case is famous. And then she says, like, I wish I could have my photo taken in Audrina Patridge's bedroom. And the dad is like, light bulb. So he goes to work the next day and he's like, it's kids, like it's teenagers. Yeah. Um, so they make a fake Facebook account looking for, quote, high end designer clothes previously owned by famous people. And they find Zach. Naturally, because teenagers are dumb. Yes, they are. So the ring is together without, it's all of them except Zach. And um, they're talking about um, doing Lindsay Lohan's house. And I just have to point out that Moon is wearing one gigantic feather earring. No, she's not. She is. Like, gigantic, like, down to her elbow. It's huge. (laughs) God, I miss the 2000s. Um... 2011 was in Bossier. Every girl was braiding a feather into their hair. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was everywhere because Bossier tends to be cut off from the world as well, far as fashion. I think 2011 was around the time. I mean, I'm also old, so I'm a little removed. But I think it was also the time where girls started putting, like, colored streaks in their hair. Yes. Yeah. So 2011 pink was or blue. Uh-huh. Yeah. 2011 was the year Sarah and I got married. So that's a year Aww. that stands out to me. 2011, I was what is that? 8 years ago? Yep. I was 25. No, I was 27. I don't know how to count. It's okay. <laughs> I'm 21 now, so I was 27 then. It totally works out. Yeah. <laughs> um so Zach though is at school he's waiting for maddie maddie is like super freaked out to talk to him because she's like i didn't know that you were cool like you're really cool and i'm like a nerd and he's like please go out with me i'm really not cool like i promise um i wish i'd ever had a situation in my life where i could say that no (laughs) please date me i'm really not as cool as you think She's like, my parents would tell me to stay away from you. Yes, they would. And (laughs) rightfully so. So he's walking to his car after they have this little exchange and they agree to go out on a date. And um, Angela's dad walks up to him and is like, hey, do you know where I can buy a souvenir? Uh Uh-oh. And Zach's like, "Um, no, like, what are you doing? Do you want to search me? Do you have a warrant? Um. And he's 
so Zach, he's like, no, I don't want to search you. Zach drops his keys and he goes to unlock his car. And the floorboard is full of what? Sunglass wrappers. Oh, I thought souvenirs. No. Angela's dad is like, hey, look, I just want to help you. If you ever want to talk off the record, call me. Okay. Um, Natalie is waiting for him at his house when he gets home. And he's like, I don't think it's a good idea to go out tonight. I was just questioned by a cop and she calls him a wuss and says he made a commitment and they're famous now. So they can't quit. You're not famous. You're infamous. Why? You're not even infamous. You're nothing. Why their English teacher has not helped them distinguish the differences beyond me. They're not, to me, they're not even infamous. I mean, they're the, who are those kids who are robbing things on the cover of a magazine? That's infamy. Famous. No. It comes, trust me, she's got issues. Um, Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not going out. Um, So he walks in the house and Jennifer Gray is like, I know what you've been doing. And he like freaks out. He's like, what? And he, but really all she knows is that he's been going out and drinking and going to clubs. Okay. Cause she found like a receipt in his pocket. And Zach does what probably like it may be a weird reaction, but it's probably what I would do in this situation. He starts laughing. Oh, I would too. Mm-hmm. And but that makes Jennifer Gray cry again. Um, because she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, why are you laughing at me? Like, why are you so mean to me? I don't know what to do. Um, tell me what to do. I carried a watermelon. Mm-hmm. I carried a watermelon. Um, and he, so he like gives her his car keys and he's like, please ground me for two weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's upstairs and um, everyone else is going out and he messages Angela's dad on Facebook, but then he chickens out and doesn't tell him anything. Um, meanwhile, Natalie shows up at Maddie's house to take her out. She's like, Hey, let's all go out. Um, Zach's going to meet us later. Oh, no. Don't get her involved. So they take her to a club. They get her super drunk. Maddie. And they're like, hey, we're going to Lindsay Lohan's house. And she's like, how cool. Like, you know, she thinks that they're, like, going. Like, they're, they're besties, right? Yeah, yeah. She's like, how fun. And so. Best friends for Lindsay Lohan. That's what that L mm-hmm. stands for. Um. So they send Zach, like, a photo or a message. I don't Something saying that Maddie's with them. And so he, like, shows up at Lindsay Lohan's house. And he's like, I'm going to take her home. Because she's so drunk. She's throwing up. Um. And so they go outside. And Maddie's like, they are, like, they're, they're robbing her you know like what are you a part of this like these are your friends and she's really upset and he's like please just let me take you home um he's like i'm sorry like i'm gonna fix it but then she does eventually let him take her home well there's Um, that at least angela's dad is able to identify all the girls by comparing the security camera footage with um his friends list okay and so everyone gets a search warrant yes you get a search warrant, and you get a search warrant. He's like Oprah, but better. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, they don't arrest all of them at that time, even though, like, he, when he goes to Zach's house, he finds, like, a shit ton of money. Yikes. Like, a bunch of cash. And I guess they have to wait for the finger. I don't know. Um, Zach, his parents are like really upset, of course, because their house has been searched by the police. My parents right. would be upset too. Um, and um, he's like, "There, someone's just jealous of me and setting me up." Uh, uh-uh, don't let Natalie talk for you. 
And his dad is like, why would anybody be jealous of you? Which, yikes. <laughs> Can we arrest the dad, too? Right? And he's like, just admit that you're a screw-up. Just admit that, like, you know, you, you don't do anything good. And so Zach, of course, storms off. And then Jennifer Gray is like, you're going to drive him away from us. Like, he needs our support. And the dad is like, can anybody ever back me up in this family? <laughs> And I kind of feel bad for him there because I, I can't imagine how that must feel. Right. Yeah. Well, and not to mention, like, the dad a long time ago wanted to crack down on things. And Jennifer Grey was like, well, you know, he's got friends now. And he, like, even though he's an asshole, he could have stopped this an hour and a half ago in the film. Well, the film's only an hour and 27 minutes well, long. Fine. 45 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> um. So Angela's dad is on search.com or as we all know it google <laughs> search.com yeah like, it's like the google letters like the colored letters but it says search oh man even better <laughs> um <coughs> so um of course the media has gotten a hold of this now so jennifer gray is doing uh, an interview with a reporter that is not nice to her so fuck that guy um doesn't he know who she is right she carried a watermelon. I almost said it. And you just beat me to it. <laughs> um, Zach goes to Maddie's house to like apologize and make sure she's okay. And the dad answers the door and he's like, get the hell off my property. I will kick your teeth in. I would be the same way. And so Maddie comes downstairs. She's like screaming at him. She's like, the cops were here. They said I could go to jail. Um, and Zach's like, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. So, um, he meets Natalie's like he meets Natalie like in the Hollywood Hills, you know where the par- the park is where the Hollywood sign is, right? Um, and he is like, oh, Natalie says, okay, I'm going to move to Las Vegas to live with my dad. Convenient. But first, let's rob Orlando Bloom because he has a a watch worth half a million dollars that he never wears. Okay. Rich people, they're so crazy. They really are. Hmm. Um. Zach calls Angela's dad and says that Maddie didn't do anything and he doesn't want her to get in trouble. And then he's like, I'll talk to you. Like, meet me at this coffee shop. And then he says, don't wear a wire. And Angela's dad's like, yeah, that's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's watched a lot of crime shows. Yeah. So he goes home and guess who's there visiting his mom? Um, Ed McMahon with a giant check. Ed McMahon has been dead for 10 years. In this movie, he's been dead for two. So now. I'm getting closer. It's it's Savage. Oh. I would not have guessed that if you give me tell chances. He threatens Zach and his family if he talks to the police. Um, So Zach stands up the detective, which, like, really pisses him off. He, like, goes and he's like, they're screwing with us. Like, hack into their Facebook, hack into their email. Like, just get me information. Um... One of the other girls that has been kind of like on the fringe of it, she freaks out to Zach and um, he says that he'll help get her out of like being charged if she helps him get Savage caught. Okay. And so she's like, what do you think this is? The Italian job? (laughs) (laughs) But she agrees to help him. He says like, I was at every single one of these events. Like if I say that you weren't there, they'll believe me. And if I don't say that you weren't there and somebody else does, Right. Then I can't help you. Yeah. Right. 
And at this point, I just want to point out again that Savage is a ridiculous name for a grown man. But even worse, it was the name of a baby. <laughs> like going around in Pampers Cruisers, Savage, eat your carrots. <laughs> um, so we have another Facebook status update. This is making things right. Um, Cherry, which is another one of the girls' names. Cherry, Moon, and Savage. Uh, the three horsemen of the apocalypse. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> they're really dumb. Um, she's having a party, and the cops are, like, watching the party, and they're tracking Natalie's phone. So the uh, rain goes to Orlando Bloom's house. Okay. And it's really funny. They show, like, them walking up on the security camera, and they walk up backwards, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like these five kids in a line, like walking backwards. It's really hysterical. Um, so the cops are on the way to the house to bust them, right? Right. It's all getting, yeah. So um, Zach and Natalie are stealing the watch, and the cops burst in to a random stranger's house, not Orlando Bloom's house. <laughs> oh, no. There's like a poor old couple in their bed. <laughs> and they're like, don't shoot us. <laughs> Um, Can you imagine the paperwork you have to file after that? Right. So Angela's dad finds Natalie's phone like in the bushes outside this house, which is like, I guess she left it there so that they would be thrown off. Although I don't want to give her that much credit. So maybe she just dropped it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, Zach then sells the watch to Savage. Okay. And so, okay, at this point, there are six minutes left in this movie. And I'm like, there is so much to wrap up here. You know that they save everything for those last six minutes. We discussed that last week. So, um, Angela's dad finds the watch on Facebook. Savage posted it for sale. Who are these dummies? I, if I stole a half a million dollar watch, I wouldn't sell it on Facebook Marketplace. I, say, I, I choose to believe that it's on Craigslist and the like username, the seller, is totally not savage. <laughs> um, <coughs> so Savage gets arrested um, and he also tells the cops everything. He sings like a canary. He has no loyalty, which is not cool. Um Oh, cut to Prison Valley Girl. And if you thought she out LA'd herself earlier, she's about to do it again. She says, I just wasn't listening to my inner guide. And that was a problem. No. Then she says, I didn't do bad things. I just chose bad friends who did bad things. (laughs) That is what her guidance counselor told her. That's her spirit guide, not her guidance counselor. Her life coach. Right. Um, so Natalie is like getting her, like she's packing up her car to leave for the airport to go to Vegas. And the cops pull up and arrest her. They're handcuffing her. And she says, did you talk to Orlando? Did he say anything about me? No. And I'm like, no, you dumbass. He has no idea who you are. Jesus. She was delusional. Like, Yeah, seriously. Absolutely. Um, Angela's dad goes to pick up Zach and he says he's okay to go as long as Maddie won't be charged with anything. And so they agreed to that. And so, um, they like half read him as Miranda rights at this point, which I don't think is a hundred percent legal, but okay. Right. (laughs) They're trying to cut down time in the movie. Right. right. (laughs) Um, he says he's outside. He's like, these people were the only friends that I've ever had. 
um, he gives Angela's dad like a video confession that he had on like a USB drive. And he says, I already posted this online. Um, He says it wasn't about the money. Like he finally had real friends. Right. He he makes a weird analogy about a computer and having friends, which I don't really understand. Um, And that's it. I guess they all go to jail. That's the end. Oh, good. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. That... So, if you can't tell, I loved this movie. Yeah, no, it sounds really good. I'm going to watch it. it. It was really good. And so, what I would suggest, if you're going to watch this movie, like, if you're going to host a watch party, invite all of your friends that you used to drink with when you were underage. <laughs> and cherry vodka sours. That's what I drank when I was underage. I cherry didn't drink sours. when I was underage. Which, okay, look, I can't even taste one now. It just reminds me of, like, almost dying right <laughs> um so yeah get your old college girls together um make some cherry vodka sours and make a whole night of it this movie's great and then maybe watch clueless like right after yes see i got clueless vibes for most of this yeah me too it, i did it's it's very clueless it's very like um just spoiled rich kids running around running amok but without like the cute love story <laughs> Oh, man. I can't wait to tell you all the real, like, the truth. I'm so excited. I know a few things, but I don't know a lot, so. Um, so, would you rather start with the timeline or the people? Let's do the timeline first. Okay, good. That's how I wrote it. I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Awesome. All right, so. the people is going to be the really interesting part, and I want to, like, encourage people to listen to the end of the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so my sources are the Bling Ring Wikipedia article. Mm-hmm. The Washington Post ran an article called The Bling Ring Nancy Joe Sales Talks Us Through the Crime Timeline. Okay. Um, by a writer, Jessica Goldstein. And then Vanity Fair uh, ran this really wonderful article called The Suspects Wore Louboutins. Of course they did. <laughs> and it was by Nancy Jo Sales. And the, uh, Nancy Jo Sales also wrote a book over the bling ring. I did not check it out. So I don't know anything about it, but I used a lot of her information. Okay. Now, normally I cast these films, but there are so many people involved. There are a lot of people. It hurt my brain, so I gave up. Like, we'll just call them Valley Girl One, Two, Three. Moon, Cherry, and Savage. Right. Well, and then also there were like the celebrities involved in this. And it just, my brain was like, we're not doing it today. And I'm like, listen, I get it. Yeah. So, um, so the bling ring was the name given to a group of teenagers and young adults who burgled the homes of the celebrities in LA from October, Mm -hmm. 2008 through August, 2009. Okay. Um, they were also given such names as the Hollywood Hills Burglar Bunch, to which I wrote, you know. Like the Brady Bunch, but way worse. <laughs> the Burglar Bunch and the Hollywood Hills Burglars. None of these names are nearly as good as the Bling Ring. But then again, I think back to the Grim Sleeper whenever I tried to come up with names for serial killers. And mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to name anything anymore, so... You know, I I think the bling ring is like the perfect name for these idiots. I think like, so too. <laughs> it's like people that were, first of all, it's not even people, it's kids that are obsessed with material things. They weren't robbing these people for like, they were robbing these people so they could wear their clothes, which is ridiculous. Right. 
So in October 2008, mm-hmm. Paris Hilton's house was, and I put in quotes, broken into. And I put quotes because she for real left her house unlocked. And even if she had. What are you doing? You could even, you're rich enough to hire somebody to sit outside your front door and make sure nobody goes in. Even if she hadn't, this is the worst part. Even if she hadn't left her house unlocked, they found the key to her house underneath the doormat. (laughs) Paris. Girl. So, mm. um, they went through all of the purses that she had left in her house and Mm. they left with $3,600 in cash. Yikes. And then that was the first of five break-ins that happened to her. Wow. Members of the bling ring claimed they targeted Paris Hilton because she, and I quote, because this is in the book by, uh, Nancy Jo Sells. Um, quote, she didn't contribute anything to society. Oh, I'm sorry. And they are. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then I said, which is the most teenager fucked up Robin Hood complex I've ever heard. It really is. <laughs> also, I'm not saying that Paris Hilton, like herself is like a, I mean, she, she does charity work and stuff, whatever. But um, if you've ever stayed in a hotel, chances are it's because of her grandfather. So let's all slow your roll. Right. (laughs) If you have had one of the delicious chocolate chip cookies at a double tree, Mm -hmm. then you need to sit down. Yeah. Um, I love the double tree. That's like probably one of my favorite Hilton hotels. I mm -hmm. love the double tree. On February 22nd, 2009, Audrina Patridge, who was on the hills... Mm-hmm. Her home was burglarized while she was gone. The burglars got in through an unlocked door and took jewelry. Her past at least in the movie, she locked her door. Yeah, because sure. I you mentioned earlier you're like at least she locked the door, and I was like, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, they took her jewelry, her passport, her computer, and then some custom made jeans that she had. What are they going to do with her passport? Hell if I know. And also they do mention in the movie, they're like, oh, I'd kill to have her jeans. And um, one of the girls is like, no way. Those are custom. Like, there's no way that anybody's jeans fit their ass like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Custom> main. <laughs> well, they steal her custom jeans. Um, the value of everything they stole came out to be about $43,000. Wow. And, um, Patridge had security cameras, and so, mm-hmm. like, one of the girls even stopped and looked into the camera, like, looked into it, and one of the articles I read mentioned how she, like, the girl who looked in the camera very much resembled Patridge, and how it was this weird dichotomy of watching this, like, could-be-twin rob your house. Yikes. <laughs> um And so she actually took the videos from her security camera and uploaded them to her website. Mm -hmm. And then those were picked up by the local news and then eventually by TMZ or maybe 30Z. 30Z. (laughs) They were on top of it. In May of 2009, Mm -hmm. the group moved on to Rachel Bilson's home. So from what I've read, what I read. Like that's not okay. I love Rachel Bilson. Yeah. So from what I read, she was, uh, Patrick was only burglarized the one time. Okay. Paris Hilton was hit five times. Um, 
in May 2009, they hit Rachel Bilson's house for the first time. And, uh, and then I said, like, really, this just sounds like a tour of every pop culture icon from my college years. Yeah. You know, it's really, like, first of all, I can't believe that, because if I had that much money, right, this is very convoluted. If I had that much money and somebody had robbed my house, burglarized my house more than once, I would be paying somebody to sit their ass in front of my house and make sure nobody got in. Right. I just, I, I don't understand it, but I I don't have zillions of dollars. So maybe that wasn't like a priority. It's fine. Yeah. So it's her her money. She can do what she wants with it. Right. (laughs) They broke into Rachel Bilson's home a total of five times. Wow. And they, so every article said that they stole between $130,000 $130,000 worth of stuff and $300,000 worth of stuff. And that's a big gap. Um, It must be that they stole like well, jewelry that has specific value based on like the collector and stuff. Right. It depends on what it is because like, and like, it, like I don't want to be like super vapid, but it also depends on like what season it is because if it's right. like award season and they have like a, those designer dresses that those people wear to award shows, first of all, they don't really own those. They're mostly on loan. Right. They're on loan. And, and then second like, of all, they're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're so expensive. Right. Well, and like custom made jewelry mm-hmm. has, yeah, a, exactly. has a sliding value. Like if you have, um, and again, if you're going to an award show and you are wearing something um like some kind of jewelry and it has to be sized to fit you generally i mean generally they send people with you to to stay with you the whole time but like that ups the value while you have it right Mm -hmm. until the designer gets it back watch oceans eight they explain it all i was i was just thinking (laughs) that so um they stole so many clothes and accessories that they sold them at the Venice Beach Boardwalk, and they mentioned they sold her purses for fifty dollars a piece. But even after that, that hurts. Like, that hurts me. I love designer handbags. I love them. That's like my one vice is really nice designer handbags. I can't imagine that. Oh my, that physically uh-huh. hurts me. At fifty dollars <laughs> a pop, they still made a few thousand dollars from their sales. On July, Can you imagine being like the lucky bitch that thinks you buy a fake Chanel and find out it's real, right? <laughs> this ain't a frada. Oh my god! In <laughs> um, on July thirteenth, two thousand nine, the bling ring broke into Orlando Bloom's mansion, and they took most notably his collection of rare Ro- Rolex watches that he had in a hidden safe on the wall. Yeah, in the movie, he does not have them in a hidden safe. He oh, yeah. In a very, very unlocked glass container. <laughs> no, they're in a secret compartment in his wall in real life. And the guy, like, when he goes to sell the watch to Savage, he's like, I think it belonged to Howard Hughes. It's like a very old, very expensive watch. <laughs> um, so this was the time when Orlando Bloom was dating um, Miranda Kerr. The Victoria's Secret model. Okay. Oh. Right. And he hadn't married her yet, but they were dating and living together. Okay. And um, so they stole her high fashion pieces of clothing. Um, mm-hmm. They stole their Louis Vuitton luggage and they stole mm-hmm. the art off of his walls. Look, I want a piece of Louis Vuitton luggage so bad. And if anybody ever stole it from me, I will hunt you down. Right. 
Um, Myself, I will go rogue. It'll be like Die Hard up in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Taken, Louis Vuitton. Oh my god. No. Um, (laughs) Collectively, everything taken from Orlando Bloom's house totaled almost a half million dollars. Wow. Later in July. Yeah. Later in so much money. (laughs) Later in July 2009. They broke into Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox's house mm-hmm. and they were targeted because one of the girls in the bling ring really liked Megan Fox's clothes. Yeah, everyone really likes Megan Fox's clothes. <laughs> you know why? Because Megan Fox is the perfect body. I'm going to guess that you don't, bitch. So in addition to the clothes they stole, they also took uh, Green's uh, semi-automatic handgun. And I did not find a total on how much they stole from them. I feel like stealing someone's clothes and stealing someone's, like, gun Uh are two very different crimes. Yes. Okay. Um, By August 2009, the girl who was the mastermind of it all had moved to Las Vegas with her father. And she (laughs) actually took Orlando Bloom's art. The reason they stole it is she knew she was moving and she wanted to decorate her new house with it. Teenagers are so fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh my God. Does she think that nobody's ever going to walk into that house and realize that? She's going to show up with her dad like, hey, pops, I I made this. I have this original Picasso was given to me for my birthday. <laughs> the principal said I've been making really good grades lately, so she got it for me. It's like, did you did you listen to Empty Frames? No. But you know about the Elizabeth Gardner art heist in 1990. It's like if somebody showed up with like that Vermeer and was like, here we go. I have this. Right. Hang it in my house. Um, (laughs) I I like halfway think that that's what they're going to do some days. Find it hanging like just randomly in somebody's house. (laughs) Yeah. Bought at a garage sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So even though she was living in Vegas, she got the gang back together for one last heist because she... (laughs) Had to break into the home of her ultimate conquest, Lindsay motherfucking Lohan. And they stole around $130,000 worth of clothes and jewelry from Lindsay Lohan's home. And it's also rumored, but not confirmed, that they attempted to break into Ashley Tisdale's home, but that they were caught by a house guest they didn't know she had. I just don't understand... Maybe I just watched too much Entourage, too much Keeping Up with the Kardashians. There's always people in those houses. Uh-huh. Always. There's always somebody there. Yeah. How did they get lucky so many times that nobody was there? I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. Um, so finally, after almost an entire year of burglaries, police arrested the bling ring starting on September 17th of 2009. Okay. Um. They'd been caught at this point on multiple security cameras. They stopped and like posed for the cameras. They took selfies in the homes that they were burglarizing. They really were this social media sensation where they were on the covers of magazines and uh, they were on TMZ and they were like, they were infamous. Teenagers, am I right? They're so stupid. All of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So now I'm going to talk a little bit about the people because as I said, there are so many. There are. Mm-hmm. Um, so the mastermind of it all, her name was Rachel Lee. Mm-hmm. 
And she was really obsessed with reality TV. Uh, uh, of course she was. Yep. <laughs> and so that's kind of what started the whole let's hit up these people is she hit up a lot of people who are on reality shows or like the scripted reality shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ones that were supposed to look like reality shows, but they weren't. Um, right. And, like uh, the simple life and right. Right. Okay. Um, and she also really loved to show off like how much money her family had. Um, mm-hmm. So in high school, she drove an Audi a four, which uh, I, I, Audis are my dream cars. Like an Audi R8 is my dream car. Okay. And out. Okay. Audis are also my dream. And Audi R8 is my dream car. Right. The rest of them. Right. Yeah. But, but if you give me an Audi R8, like I'm all over that shit. But get out of my way. Get out of my way. I will run you over. If, <laughs> if you give your 16 year old an Audi A4, you're just trying to show off that you have money. I mean, an Audi A4 is kind of like a sedan. But you're still paying for the name. It's True. not like it's a cheap But they car. all are. They all are. Right. Anyone in... And this is a stereotype, sorry. Any, but most most people in Hollywood are trying to project a certain oh, level uh, of wealth. Absolutely. So I, I, I expect that. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> she was also named the best dressed in her high school yearbook in 2007. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of shows you how she liked to show off. Like, um, but it's also such a high schooler thing for that to be in your Wikipedia article. Is this the reality show girl? Yeah, this is Rachel Lee. No, this is okay. not the one who had a re- reality show. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause we will okay. talk about her too. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about her. I remember her, but I don't remember which one it is. Uh-huh. She, <laughs> she's prison Valley girl. Oh, excellent. Cause I have some quotes for you too. Yay. Um, <laughs> So a year after she graduated, so she started out at um, Calabasas High School and she skipped. Calabasas is where Chris Jenner lives. That's some. Yeah. So she started out Calabasas High School and then she got expelled, but it didn't say why. But I think it was truancy from what I've gathered from everything else. Um, she got, she had to go to Indian Hills High School, which was an alternative school. Right. Um, and she graduated with like. Pretty decent and that's GPA. where all these jokers met, right? Yeah. Okay. So she graduated with a pretty good GPA mm-hmm. and she um, actually got like scholarships to a creative and performing arts school or it was a creative and performing arts scholarship, something like that. Okay. So, um, but she also liking to show off how much money they had and to be the best dressed. She uh, was fined and put on probation in high school for petty theft she stole $85 worth of products from Sephora. She really graduated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was Not with <laughs> it was with her friend Diana Tamayo, who is also a member of the Bling Ring. Um, the next person I want to talk about, uh, and Rachel also, Lee is kind of the... You have to be to steal something from Sephora. They have like 15,000 people working in there. Somebody's going to see you. Right. Um, when so, I go to a Sephora, I get approached by at least five people. And that is if I walk in, pick up the thing I want, and walk to the register. Right. <laughs> um, anyway. So also, she I is. I love Sephora. I love, I love Sephora. <laughs> she is the Natalie from your case or from your okay. story. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Prugo is your Zach. Okay. And he was described as shy mm-hmm. and um, kind of like in a shell all the time. Hold on. Um, 
But in 2003, even, he appeared in a made-for-TV docudrama called Little Lost Souls, Children Possessed. Was it directed by Steven Spielberg's second AD? Obviously. (laughs) Um, That was the cutest mom brag in the whole movie. I was like, that's freaking adorable. Right? That would be like the best moment to be like, it was Steven Spielberg's second AD. He's like basically two degrees away from Steven Spielberg. <laughs> oh, um, I went to church with a woman whose niece was mm-hmm. the second AD of Pitch Perfect 2. And man, there's some drama from Pitch Perfect 2 that I want to hear about. So if she could put me in contact with this girl. I really appreciate well, it. So, you know, they filmed Pitch Perfect 1 in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And um, so Beverly had called the girl and was like, hey, I've got this guy that is a good singer and he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. If y'all film in Louisiana, you should consider him. And so they were like, if they were staying in Louisiana for the third one, because they were considering it when they were looking at scripts, I was going to have a part in Pitch Perfect 3. Amazing. Yeah. I just want to hear all the Jordan Rogers tea. That's all I want. Right. That's what that's what I want. Um. Anyway, so um, he <clears throat> transferred from Calabasas High School also okay. to Indian Hills High School um, for truancy. And um, don't skip school, kids. Right. Cool. Like, just don't. Look, you won't agree with this, but don't even pay attention if you don't want to. Just be there. No, I, I agree with that. If you're there, you might accidentally learn. It's not that hard to just be there. whatever um so if i had gotten kicked out of school for truancy my parents would have beaten my ass so (laughs) yeah right so it was at indian hills high school that he met rachel lee um Mm -hmm. he was quickly absorbed into her group of friends and he became involved in their nightlife activities um wait does rachel do rachel lee's friends cheer when she pulls into the parking lot every time okay yeah just every day well, now, to be fair, maybe this is it. She got expelled from the other school for skipping. So maybe they are cheering because she got her ass to school. Yay! <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm going to um, – tomorrow I'm going to ask if all of my coworkers will start cheering when I pull into the garage in the morning. Yes. I feel like that would be really motivate me to be at work all the time. I believe so. hmm So um, he also, like – spiraling out of their like nighttime parties Mm -hmm. he got addicted to drugs and yeah so he started like stealing from his parents to support his addiction like it got pretty bad so he like stopped so he could steal from paris hilton yeah yeah um so at least she probably has more money than your parents right the summer between 10th and 11th grade (laughs) he and um Rachel burglarized their first home together. They knew that. Never forget your first. (laughs) (laughs) They knew that one of their um, classmates was going to be out of town, like that their family was out of town. And so they broke into their house and they report that they found $8,000 under a mattress in this house. This is why I don't hide cash. This is why I don't ever have cash. I never have cash. Well, I'm just thinking, how never. fucking lumpy is that mattress if you have $8,000 underneath it? Maybe there's like a compartment like in the box spring. Maybe. Slip it in there. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
And so they split it. And to celebrate, they went on a shopping spree on Rodeo Drive. Mm-hmm. And um, do what? With Ted Baker? Yeah, I wish. I hope. Right. One time I took Sarah to the Ted Baker store in New York City. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't even touch anything. <laughs> but I did buy her some Ted Baker shoes at Macy's that year. I went to Las Vegas. Um, it was, it's been a while now, but the Harry Winston store in Las Vegas, you can't even walk in there unless you like, you have to be escorted in by an attendant. Oh my gosh. Not even like, you can't even open the door. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. By the mm-hmm. way, Sarah is very lucky. I bought her Ted Baker shoes and Louboutins. I've seen the Louboutins. I have not seen the Ted Baker shoes. And now I feel very personally victimized. I'll send you a picture. They're pretty. Okay. They're, I love Louboutins. They're gorgeous. They're mm-hmm. Robin's egg blue. I know. No, no. So are her Ted Baker shoes. Oh, they're both yeah. blue? Right? Because her... Well, both, her, blue. her Louboutins are uh, turquoise. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same color family. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... Uh, Someone send me a gift. I wear a nine and a half. Duly noted. Okay. Thank you. In fact, like, if they hadn't fit her, I was still going to buy them and see which one of y'all they would fit. um so after their shopping spree they started um checking cars at night and any that were unlocked they would raid the cars i'm sorry if you drive a luxury vehicle what are you doing not locking it at night right and maybe because i didn't grow up like super super wealthy i mean i grew up on the wealthy side, but we locked our doors and our cars. Right. We're not dumb. <laughs> um, so they would, if they found credit cards, they would go on shopping sprees the next day. And so they just treat themselves to the shops on Melrose, Melrose Avenue or treat yourself. Um, they both had a big love of nice fashion and that's actually like why they hit it off. And so they would go and shop on Rodeo Drive or on Melrose Avenue or wherever they could get nice clothes. And where- My best friend and I have a very solid relationship based in nice fashion, but we've never robbed anyone. Right. <laughs> well, and so then they'd wear those nice clothes on their next shopping spree from the stolen things so that nobody would question them about being in the store. I think we've all learned from Pretty Woman that you can wear basically anything into a store and then tell off the person later when you can purchase everything. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, Alexis Nyers is the next one I want to talk about. That's the girl. Yep. Yep. I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Take a look at the help section on your Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to you. I unplugged it. Hold on. Let me write Your down. Alexa thought you were talking there. <laughs> I have been writing down all the times that things need to be cut so that editing will take faster. <laughs> Please leave that in. I will. <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny. <laughs> it's okay. If I say, hey, Sarah, my phone answers. Yikes. Yeah, oh, Siri. Um, anyway, so oh, I didn't mean to get that. We should away. all just switch to Google because then we could say, "Hey Google," that's harder to like mix up, right? Um, so Alexis Nyers was one of Lee's circle of friends mm-hmm. at this Indian Hills High School. 
This is the girl. This is the reality show girl. I'm so excited. Yes. Hit me with it. So she'd been kicked out of her house at some point by her mom for, according to police reports, smoking Oxycontin. I didn't know you could smoke it. Like, I'm 100% serious here. Isn't Oxycontin like a pill? Yeah. How do you smoke a pill? I don't, I don't know unless I'm doing it wrong. Well, I've never taken Oxycontin, but I feel like that's not the right way to do it. Right. I can't imagine my doctor being like, here's a prescription. Smoke this. Well, and additionally, I'm like, maybe it's not. I'd be like, Doc, are you you insane? Right. (laughs) That's so weird. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like, okay, because heroin is like a derivative of morphine, the cocaine morphine um, oxy type family. Right. It's all like kind of the same drug. It's an opioid. Maybe it's like that. Like you. I don't like melt it. I don't know. know. Clearly we both are. (laughs) Very well versed in how to do drugs. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> do one drug. <laughs> okay, so um, in 2010, she was actually featured in an e-reality series called Pretty Wild. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it chronicled the life of her and then one of their close family friends, Tess Taylor, yes. and her little sister, Gabby. And then their mom, who's a former Playboy model. Andrea yes. Arlington. And I think you can still see these on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. The Pretty show is still YouTube. out there. Yeah. Um, so the show was supposed to focus on the modeling careers of Alexis and Tess. Whoops. And on their like party lifestyles. But shortly after filming began, she got arrested for her involvement in the bling ring. If I remember correctly, they were there filming when she was arrested. Yes. Yes. Okay. But not like on purpose. But right. like, that's, yeah, that's how it worked out. They were there like filming her when she was arrested. Now, I had a lawyer's office, but a week before her arraignment, oh, God. she denied that she had any involvement in the burglaries. And I just needed this quote because you talked about Valley Girl and this is her. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm a firm believer in karma, she said, and I don't think this situation was attracted into my life because it was supposed to be a huge learning lesson for me to grow and expand. Hold on, I'm going to restart this because I messed it up. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in karma, she said, and I think this situation was attracted into my life because it was supposed to be a huge learning lesson for me to grow and expand as a spiritual human being. I see myself being like an Angelina Jolie, but even stronger, pushing even harder for the universe and for peace and for the health of our planet. God didn't give me these talents and looks just to sit around being a model or being famous. I want to lead a huge charity organization. I want to lead a country for all I know. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I thought Prison Valley Girl out LA'd herself. Nope. That was in the stratosphere. It was amazing. Okay. But she's Angelina Jolie, but stronger. Angelina Jolie, while I will admit that she's done some weird shit, as far as I know, has never 
burglarize the homes of her friends. Also, she's like an A-list movie star. <laughs> um, third of all, I don't think they're giving out countries to run right now. <laughs> Check back in like six months. We may all be dead by then. Right. But right now, nobody's handing out. The UN's not like, here's a country. Right. Go forth. Run it as you see fit. That's not a thing. It could be for her. Because of karma. Sure. I mean, that's how Queen Elizabeth came into. Right. Her monarchy is karma. <laughs> I read that online, so it must be true. Obviously. Oh, oh my so, God. Okay. <laughs> so, Alexis Nyers is my favorite so far. It, yeah. She, like, and... Her the whole thing. I think it was E that was filming them, uh-huh. and it was like to piggyback on the Kardashians. It was yes. like to make another family like that. So the fact that she was like dissing on Paris Hilton for being famous for being famous is so hypocritical right. because that's what he was trying to do with her family. Right. She like, was trying to piggyback on her mom's success, right? She's trying to piggyback on her mom, who was trying to piggyback on Kris Jenner, like right. Come on, guys. Come on. Uh, so another member of this team was Diana Tamayo. And she was another part of her too. She was the student body president student body president of their high school. The alternative school? Yes. Oh god. <laughs> She'd also been voted best smile by her classmates. Mm, at least but, she was pretty. But was known for getting into fights frequently. Oh no! So it's like she bullied her that's way into. She, that's how she wants to get body <laughs> She had been charged. You know, me, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> she was the one that was charged for petty theft with uh, the first girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to Nick Prugo, um, who was the Zach character, in okay. the the real life Zach rather, um, right. her entire wardrobe was made up of stolen items. I mean, I I guess you do you, honey. Um, she came in really handy though because she was teeny tiny, and so she crawled in through a dog door to break into oh. one of the houses they broke into. I, everyone has their use their uses. Also, like, I could never have an entire wardrobe made out of stolen property. Every time I left the house, I'd be like, "Is somebody going to see me and recognize this outfit?" Right. Belonging to somebody else or as belonging to a store and it was stolen. Like I would totally, I would just devolve into like a ball of anxiety. Right. Terrible. <laughs> um, I, it must be nice to be a teenager and have not a single fucking care in the world. <laughs> the next girl didn't really play a huge part in mm-hmm. anything. Uh, Courtney Ames. She was a friend of uh, the first girl. I just wrote her last name. Like I was going to remember her last name. Mm-hmm. Rachel. She was a friend of Rachel's, but she actually still went to Calabasas High School. Okay. Um, and her biggest involvement in the ring is that she introduced the bling ring to her boyfriend and another friend who did the selling of their stolen goods. So she's like a cross between Prison Valley Girl and probably the girl in the end that is like, I want out of this. Like, yeah. Get me out of this. Not not Maddie, not the innocent girl, but the girl that was like kind of on the outskirts of the group, but yes. never actually did anything wrong. Yet. Yeah. So, um, 
she introduced them first to her boyfriend, Johnny Ajar. I'm just guessing because I didn't even oh, look at it. Get a better boyfriend. Um, oh, well, hold on. You haven't heard his nickname yet. Is it Savage? Johnny Dangerous. <laughs> you just full body cringed. <laughs> I can't imagine. A, going on a date with someone named Johnny Dangerous, and then B, letting him touch me with his hands. Like, (laughs) ew. So, Johnny Dangerous was not directly involved in the burglaries, but he was instrumental in selling all the stolen items. And he was the son... Isn't that, like, kind of a worse? It's not a worse... Like, yeah, it's like a worse crime, isn't it? Uh, depends on what they catch you with. So, okay. like, if they if they can't improve, if they can't prove intent to sell, then okay. you're charged with possession of stolen goods, which is mm-hmm. a less charge than um, burglary. domestic burglary. Okay. Uh, or residential burglary. Like I mean. Possession of stolen property with intent to sell, like a major yes crime. Okay, that's what I thought. Um. So he, um, he was the son of a career criminal and he'd already spent two years in federal prison for drug trafficking. God, her parents must've been so proud when she brought him home. Well, and he was drug trafficking in Wyoming. Who is there to sell drugs to in Wyoming? Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. I guess. That's Brokeback Mountain. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So then Renee Zellweger. So you're selling to the wives of the men who love each other. Okay. So they can get through their pain. So all four people in Wyoming. <laughs> um, so he. Oh, Wyoming is like beautiful. And I really oh, yeah. want to go someday. But yeah. He met, I don't think there's a lot of people that live there. Right. He met his girlfriend, Courtney Ames, when he was a bouncer at a club. She and their friends tried to use, like, very obviously fake IDs to sneak into the club. Mm-hmm. And he let them in anyway. And if that is not a true story of star-crossed lovers meant to be, I don't know what is. You never date the bouncer. Um. So the last person who was involved in this bling ring was Roy Lopez Jr. Mm-hmm. He and Courtney Ames worked together at a bar in Calabasas. And she recruited him specifically specifically to help sell the stolen items. Okay. Um, he was involved in at least one burglary. And the documented one that he was in was one of the Paris Hilton break-ins. Okay. And he stole $2 million in jewelry from her. Oh my God. Yeah. He shoved all that shit in a Louis Vuitton bag and peaced out. And then... He was unable to sell it because everyone knew it was stolen. Exactly. Yep. That's the thing is if you steal like custom made jewelries, like, you know, um, was it a year or two years ago when Kim Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint uh-huh. and actually almost murdered. And I feel really bad for her for this. Like it was, it was terrible for her, but um, they stole like her 11 carat engagement. Ring. What are you going to do with that? Right can't sell that it's so easily recognizable as kim kardashian's wedding ring right 
I just, I don't get it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so, in September of 2009, Nick Prugro was the first member of the Bling Ring arrested. Okay. Um, he was arrested after an anonymous tip was called in. Um, About his Facebook page? No. Um, Souvenirs, PM me. TMZ played the footage from Lindsay Lohan's burglary. And somebody called in and had recognized his face. So he was, that was like September 12th or 13th, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in early October, he confessed and he turned over the names of the rest of everybody. I'll give him props that it took him a long time to confess because I guarantee if like me and my teenage friends had been doing stuff like this. And they arrested me first. I'd be the first one to be like, I will tell you everything. Just get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> All of them initially denied. Don't ever crime with me. I will tell on you. <laughs> All of them initially denied having any involvement in these crimes. And then eventually all pled no contest. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, he said he finally confessed because he had this like consuming guilt. He said his hair was falling out and he couldn't sleep or eat because of all the stress. I mean, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So when the police went to go take uh, Rachel Lee into custody, she started asking these bullshit hypothetical questions like, so if I know the name of somebody else who helped, will it, will it give me like a better chance of not going to jail? Or like, if I can turn over information, how's it going to benefit me? Did she say, does Orlando Bloom recognize me? Did he say I'm pretty? (laughs) No. Uh, Orlando Bloom comes in for uh, I think it's Alexis Nyers that no. she comes up. Okay, um, but at least he comes up. <laughs> so right. So she believed that she'd removed all incriminating evidence from her home, except the gigantic painting that she right. <laughs> So, but the police like walked in and found a coat that belonged to Lindsay Lohan just in her closet, like. <laughs> They'll never find it here. I'm trying to tell people how to commit crime. But get rid of it. Um, hold on. They also found the topless photos that Paris Hilton had kept of herself in her house. She'd stolen those too. <laughs> and she just kept them. Like, that's real. Okay. It's really shitty that she stole those photos. Because look, Paris Hilton can. Take topless photos for her boyfriend or whatever. Right. Like, whatever. That's fine. Right. She can do what she wants. But also, so it's really shitty that she stole them. But also, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't sell them. Right. Because that would have made them fucking bank. Like, so much money. I, think- I If I called TMZ even now and was like, I have topless photos of Paris Hilton. I could go on, like, that vacation that I want to go on. I don't think that they <laughs> buy them now. Um, because you could just TMZ, Google them. I think TMZ would. I think TMZ would. Um, well, it depends because if it's a new situation, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, so then when they searched her house, she started like freaking out, and she made this big show of pretending she was sick and that she had to vomit, and she just like walked around gagging, and they're like, "Okay, you gonna do it?" You're really being loud. Could you stop? <laughs> So, the cops recovered a jar of marijuana, and I don't know what the specifics are behind a jar of marijuana. 
Um, I mean, that's not really that much, really. Well, I like, mean, it depends on what size the jar is. I'm like, is it a baby not, food jar or a peanut butter jar? It, well, exactly. Like, it's the size of the jar. But also, like, even if you have a jar like this big, that's not that much. No. All things considered. Right. You know, you think about when they, they bust people with, like, you know, a hundred thousand pounds of marijuana. That's a lot of weed. Like right. <laughs> a jar is like not that. Right. Um, it's probably not even enough to catch her a felony right now. Well, probably a misdemeanor ticket. That's it. Well, and then they also found more than twenty thousand dollars in one hundred dollar bills. Oh, that's enough to catch you a felony. What a fucking idiot! I got rid of all the evidence except for everything. I kept all the stolen property except the stuff that I sold, and but I do have this gigantic wad of hundred dollar bills. Oh no! But I didn't do anything wrong. We were redecorating. That's my wallpaper. Yeah. So wallpapering my my room with hundred dollar bills. What's so weird about that, sir? Um. So People Magazine reported that everybody but um, Rachel Lee was being <laughs> held on a $50,000 bond and uh-huh. was facing charges of residential burglary. But, and they reported that she was only hold, held on a $3,000 bond or bail rather for uh, possession of stolen property. Rachel. Yeah. But Vanity- I think it would actually be worse for her because she crossed state lines with stolen property. But Vanity Fair said that she was also facing the $50,000 burglary charges. So, well, and I think it becomes, it changes from like a state crime to a federal crime when you take that stuff and you leave the state of California with it. Right. Because then so, you're transporting stuff across state lines, which is very bad. Right. Don't so, do that. That's just, <laughs> those are the two big news sources I could find about that. Mm-hmm. And I did all my research from Vanity Fair stuff. So I'm going to trust their stuff just because. Their stuff was really well put together. Vanity Fair is, a, is like a reputable source. Right. So I 100% trust what they say. So among the items that the police recovered, they found. Well, first, I want to give you the list of stuff that they stole. Yay. Um, the thieves made off with these brands. Chanel, Gucci, Tiffany, Prada, Marc Jacobs. Dolce & Gabbana, Burberry, uh, I can't ever say his name, Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent? Thank you. You're welcome. I knew it was never going to come. In college, when I had to do French, I failed. I got you. So, um, that's a Just story. Just call it YSL. Do what? YSL. People yeah. Are, okay. I know that. Um, so they stole. It is, it's, it's Saint Laurent. Yeah. Thank you. They stole clothes, shoes, handbags, makeup, perfume, and underwear. Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know if you should be stealing anybody's underwear. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Look, if you gave me a run at Kate Middleton's closet and all that Jenny Packham shit she has... If I was thinner, I would, you know, pack up my bag, but I wouldn't steal her underwear. (laughs) That's a little bit too weird. (laughs) Um, So what the cops recorded, recovered, Mm -hmm. were three guns, drugs, and a laptop computer with aerial photos of 51 different homes in the Hollywood Hills. 
you dumb dummies. Also, so were the drugs supposed to be stolen or just stuff no, that they bought? that's just okay. stuff that they... Like, is Orlando Bloom like, oh, that's my drugs. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, that's my Oxycontin she's smoking. Please give it back. Um, no, just... So, remember that one of the guys already had a felony drug charge. Right, okay. And they caught him with a gun and drugs. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, that's like three strikes right there. So, it came out that they had used, like, Google Earth to take aerial satellite views of all of the Hollywood homes and they would study the maps to see what the easiest way to get onto the property was. And they would like find all the exits and stuff. So they would know where to find the, the like doorways. Okay. Um, And then they would follow celebrity gossip, like magazines and TMZ and their like Twitters to figure out their schedule to figure out when they were going to be gone. But how do you account for like any member of their entourage that may be there? I know. But so they got pretty lucky except for Ashley Tisdale. They have personal assistants. They have security. They have, you know, um, just regular people that are in and out of their homes. Like just, they have friends. Like they, it's just baffling to me. And I'm sure, look, if I could hire someone to do my grocery shopping all the time, I would. Right. That'd be like the first thing I would do. Go to HEB, buy all this shit, bring it back here. I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, for instance, Audrina Patridge was burglarized on the night of the Academy Awards. Well, and you have to assume that most everyone is out on the night of the, in right. Hollywood. Like most everyone like in Calabasas, Hollywood um, is out on the night of the Academy Awards. Right. Because even if you're like, pseudo famous like even if you're on a reality show you're invited to somebody's party you may not be at the vanity fair party you probably aren't at the award show but you're somewhere right doing something um so ajar who was the one that had the felony charge for selling cocaine he faced 10 felony charges that was six counts of possession and intent to sell of a controlled substance um, three counts of possession of a firearm, um, or possession of a firearm by a felon, and one count of possession of ammunition. So he was a- able later to get a plea bargain to, so he pled no go, uh, no contest to, um, selling cocaine. My iPad <laughs> auto corrected it to Koshin, and I was like, don't know what that is. <laughs> For selling cocaine, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, and one count of receiving stolen property. And that stolen property was the the old Rolex from Orlando Bloom. Um, So on April 15th, 2010, he was sentenced to three years in jail. I want you to guess how long he stayed in jail. Oh, by Hollywood standards, what? Five days? 11 months. I... He went back. I'm just thinking back to the, the um, episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's one of the very first ones where Chloe like goes to jail for the DWI, and Kim is like in the thing, and her like Chris is like, "Would you stop taking selfies? Your sister's going to jail." And then they release. 
And then they release her like four hours later. She's like, can somebody come get me? Like, <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so he was um, arrested again later for other things. So he has served some more time. But um, Nyers, Alexis Nyers, found out that Orlando Bloom was going to testify against her because he saw her in the camera. <laughs> to trial so that he would meet her so she pleaded no contest so that she wouldn't piss off orlando that's kind of surprises me i probably i i would assume she'd be like i want to meet him yeah so she um she pled no contest to residential burglary and was sentenced to a whopping 180 days and she served what 12 uh i'll get there hold on she was also given um three years probation and was ordered to pay Orlando Bloom $600,000. Okay. Um, so. Can you imagine owing Orlando Bloom $600,000? Right. Can I pay it in person? <laughs> That's the most surreal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, she, while Dear she. Dear Mr. Bloom, here is your check. Sorry I robbed you. <laughs> Love, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> Please send an autograph. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she actually stayed in the same cell block as Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I mean, they she robbed her house. You know, she might as well meet her. Right. right? Besties. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friend. They'll be telling Lohan. that story. They'll be telling that story. Like, remember that one time when I robbed your house? <laughs> that was so funny. That's so funny but oh look, my god look how karma works though because like here i am like angelina jolie and there you are like Lindsay lohan and and we're like on the same level you know we're on the same level um so she served 30 days in jail okay a little more than i thought yeah not that many. <laughs> and she uh she was arrested later that same year for possession of heroin I mean, accidents happen. So she got put in court-ordered rehab, and she went to Malibu for rehab. With Lindsay Lohan? I guess. I think that's where she went. Uh, I'm pretty sure. That's where all the people from Calabasas go. Well, actually, mostly they go to um, Utah. Really? Or Colorado. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Malibu um, or... What's the other one I'm thinking of? It depends on where you're recovering from. Gotcha. Um... Anyway, so she reports that she's been sober since then, uh, or since she was released in December 2011. Which is so good for her. Yeah. Like, well, that's really good. Drug addiction is terrible and really hard to get over. So well, good for you. And I believe that she is because she spent a long time, I don't know if she still is, but she spent a long time as a counselor at the Malibu facility that she went to. And I think she, um, I just remember hearing this, that she's like super religious now. And like, um, um, another one for sure got super religious. Yeah. Like super religious and like very, because I'll talk about that too. But um, I I remember. Yeah. Okay. She might, she might have also gotten super religious. She did get married to a man that she met at an AA meeting. Um, and they have two daughters together, Harper and Dakota. And I really do hope that their family is doing well. Like, Like, here's the thing. Teenagers are stupid. They don't always turn into stupid adults. Right. You do things when you're a teenager. I did things when I was a teenager that I wouldn't dream of doing now. Right. 
Um, but and I, I I did things as a, as a teenager that if my child did them now, I would flip out. Yeah. But that's just the circle of life, I guess. And so, but yeah, I hope that she's doing. I hope that they're all you know doing well. Right. That would be it. Would be terrible if they were just stuck in this like circle of you know robbing people. I just. Um, so Rachel Lee, who was the mastermind girl, she was sentenced on October 26, 2011, and she received a sentence of four years in prison. Her prison coach, what the fuck is that? They only give those out in California. <laughs> her prison coach says that while she was in prison, she took full responsibility of her actions, which is like a great start. And then the prison coach is probably like your therapist that you're assigned to well, like go to then the prison coach but says the <laughs> yeah. then t- the prison coach says but to be honest rachel has a learning disability she doesn't have a particularly high iq so i find it hard to think that she'd been the one to instigate the whole thing oh no now i think it's somebody that her parents hired yeah never mind scratch the first part just don't like don't do that there are 900 people in this case who got arrested. They all said that she's the leader. I, just, I don't... She just, may very well have a learning disability. I don't see how that translates into she couldn't have masterminded. Right. That's... Yeah. No. She's uh, not, like, freaking stupid because she has a learning disability. That doesn't mean she can't, like, think thoughts and do things. Right. But Come don't... On. No, baby. It, you didn't do it. Everyone's just jealous because you're so pretty. Um, so also, this is her coach saying it, not her. So. Right. She, <laughs> she served one year and four months before being released on parole. So she had the longest. Yes. Okay. Um, on October 19th, 2012. Because I, I had like guns and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. On October 19th, 2012, Diana Tamayo pleaded no contest to burglarizing just Lindsay Lohan's house. And she was sentenced to three years probation and 60 days community service. She, um, she denied any involvement, but then she found out that if she'd been convicted at trial, she was facing up to six years in prison. Well, and that is, and I'm not saying that these people are, um, marginalized at all. Right. But that is how the justice system works to get marginalized people to at least serve some time. Right. So they can close, like they can mark the case as like closed and solved instead of open. So she, that's a thing that happens a lot. I'm not saying that these people are victims of that. I'm just saying that it's a thing. <laughs> she um, went and pursued a, a career in fitness and nutrition. Is she like a beach body coach? I don't know, but she has found God. And I just want her to tell me where he is. He's behind the Hollywood sign. Don't you know where he is? Oh my God. I, Lindsay Lohan back. I guess. <laughs> Roy? Since Lindsay Lohan told me how she went to He was in Lindsay Lohan's attic. <laughs> where he left. Roy Lopez Jr. He was the um, the guy that worked with her, right. uh-huh. um, he was sentenced on November 8th, 2012. He pled no contest to stealing over $2 million worth of jewelry. 
Um, he was given three years probation, but he was credited a hundred days for time he spent in jail. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like he sold two million dollars worth of jewelry that they pinned on him specifically, and he got three years of probation. Yeah, and a hundred days off that because he'd been in jail for a little bit. Meanwhile, if I go to Walmart up the road and buy craft dinner to try to support my family, I'm going to prison. Well, not if you buy it, only if you steal it. Sorry, I meant to say steal, not buy. <laughs> um, Courtney A. Speaking of like people out there that have stolen from the grocery store or Target or even Sephora or have like a minimal amount of marijuana on their person and they go to jail for 10 years and yeah. this guy got three years probation yeah Are you kidding me? Ugh. um i hate everything okay keep going courtney ames was sentenced on december 14th 2012 <laughs> to three years probation and two months of community service she admitted to having received a stolen a jacket that had been stolen from Paris Hilton. She was like the outside girl, right? Yeah. Okay. So like her friend gave her a jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She also She might deserve the probation, but Jesus. She also faced charges of conspiracy to commit burglary. Burglary, but my iPad auto corrected it to burglar, so I had to really sure. figure out what that was. And, and receiving stolen property these were actually dismissed the reason that she only had the one charge and that was re- um, receiving pr- stolen property um, was because the detective on the case violated the code of ethics and screwed lots of stuff up and I'll talk about that in a minute is he from Wisconsin? yes wait really? no <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. Um, so, uh, let's see. So she actually went on to college and studied psychology, speech, and child development. Okay. And then finally in the ring is uh, Nick Prugo. And he pleaded no contest to the burglaries of Audrina Patridge and Lindsay Lowen. Okay. He was sentenced on April 15th, 2013 mm-hmm. to two years in prison they gave him a year's credit for time he'd already served in the process. And then he get, got another year credit for good behavior and work time. So he didn't actually serve any prison time. I mean, I think the lesson here is if you commit a crime, do it in Hollywood. Right. Be rich. That's always the crime. I mean, that's be always rich. the message. Be rich and rob Paris Hilton because nobody will care. Right. There we go. Okay. Um, and then the last person I want to talk about is Brett Goodwin. He was the chief investigator of the case. And he was asked. Angela's dad on my so-called life. Yeah. He was asked to consult on the movie, the bling ring, which is the one starring Emma Watson, not the lifetime version. Which I actually want to watch that one. I'm probably going to rent it. This uh-huh. weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he was even offered the opportunity to play himself in the film. But did he tell him to fuck off? No. In fact, because he didn't tell them to fuck off, the investigation had not been closed yet. And Ooh. he was consulting on the film. And it Ooh. he violated he violated the code of ethics, and that's why none of their um 
sentences could be much stronger because he had an internal investigation against him. Close the case and then work on the film. Right. So, Close the case and then work on the film. What I'm finding is a theme that police everyone fuck everything up. Be, not everyone in Hollywood wants to be famous, even the cops. Yeah, but if I look at the past five episodes now, the police fuck things up. Oh, all the time. Not all police. Not all. But they, like, things get fucked up all the time. And it always seems to be these cases. Oh, well, here's the thing. It always seems to be the cases that we all hear about. Right. But the only reason we hear about them is because they fucked something up. Right. If they had done it correctly, nobody would ever talk about it. Exactly. It's like those ding-dongs that left Ted Bundy alone in a library so he could (laughs) jump out the window. Like, come on. Right. If that had never happened, then he would not be as prolific as he is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, police, do your job. All right. So that is the true story of the bling ring. Yay. Um, this I really like this one. Me It was too. a nice break for our fifth episode. Nobody died. Thank God. It was great. Yeah. Um, and next week we're doing Victoria Gotti and I feel like a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see any true crime this week that you would like to see turned into a Lifetime movie? Um, nothing that I saw this week. Okay. But um, my hometown murder growing up was mm-hmm. the KFC murders. And that would have been one of the like sad ones that they make that's heavy. Um, bring attention to this film and catch the perpetrator. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, because the murders actually happened before I was born or when I was a baby. Like it was 86 or 87, I think. So right before I was born, um, somebody just walked into a KFC and opened fire and killed everyone in the restaurant at the time. And holy crap. Th- they arrested somebody for it when I was in high school. And he was the wrong guy. Oops. And so it was like my freshman year of college that they arrested the real guy. Oh, well, at least they got the real guy. Yeah. So they they finally arrested the real guy, but it was like 20 years later. So I will say like my hometown murderer, and then I'll tell you like what movie that I want to see made. My hometown murderer, and I'm not going to get into great detail. I could talk about this for hours. She was my neighbor. She lived like four houses down from me. When I was seven, she was older than me. I was, she was 11. I was seven. So we didn't, we weren't like friends, but we, you know, ran around in the same neighborhood. So we, yeah, she was abducted and murdered and they've never caught the guy that did it. Oh my gosh. She was abducted in May. They didn't find her body until August. Oh my gosh. And she had been raped and murdered. It was really bad. It was really bad. Um, It was like the time in my life where I can, I saw like, my childhood like changed right yeah like i wasn't allowed to like be outside and you know with my friends and it was yeah it was really tough and i like to this day if they caught the guy that did this i would sleep better at night right which is sad because i you know nine times out of ten it's probably somebody she knew so obviously i didn't know that person but still like i i would love to see this case solved but um, on a lighter note, since we were all about the millennial crimes this week, I would like to see the fire festival turned into a lifetime movie. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, I watched the Hulu documentary. I've watched the Netflix documentary. Um, I would recommend the Netflix one because even though, yes, it was produced by Fuck Jerry, who um, worked on the Fire Festival, but also the Hulu one was had um, Billy McFarlane, who is the guy that like duped everybody. So I can't imagine he like walked in there and didn't have any demands about what they could show and not. Um, so I feel like they're pretty even, and I feel like Netflix really tells a better story. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would love to see that turned into a, a movie where they go from the view of the people organizing it and like duping these people out of all their money to the people like experiencing it. Right. <laughs> the millennials experiencing like this horror where they show up to this island and pile on a school bus to FEMA tents. That's hilarious. On a beach. I want to see it as a movie. I'm down. I would love it. And also when the documentaries first came out, Chrissy Teigen was like, I hope they make a lifetime movie about this. And I am with you, girl. Come on the show. Chrissy Teigen. I need her to be our third host. I love her. She's fabulous. All right. And John Legend is adorable. So they be the cutest couple and really adorable children. Yes. Both of their children are so cute. All right. So, um, Hey guys, if you like us, leave us a comment. Oh, oh, speaking of, I wanted to read you a comment that we got. Oh, I can't wait. It's so sweet and I love it. Hold on. You've been keeping secrets from me? No. So we got a um, review from Going With Nope. Do we know this person? I've never heard of this. I haven't either. I didn't, but like we have friends that, you know, right. rate and review us. I hope. Hey, if you're friends with us, you haven't rated and reviewed us yet. Why, Cordonia? Aaron's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so sh- this person gave us five stars. Yeah. And the title of the review is "So Good" in all caps. Oh. And it says, "Love this show." Always a struggle to decide if I should listen immediately or hold up and make a day out of episodes, but I always end up listening. Oh, thank you. Yeah, right? That's so sweet. I love it. That makes my little heart so happy. I know. I I read it on Friday. They left it on Friday and I read it and I I wanted to share it like with you like during the episode. That's why I didn't tell you about it. Oh, thank you. And so I haven't told you this. I'm just bringing it on you. But for the month of February... If whoever goes and leaves a rating or and a review, if they will email us at lifetime sentence podcast at gmail.com and tell us what their username is on the review, I'm going to randomly pick somebody to send a custom piece of artwork to at the end of the month. Amazing. It would probably be one of our mugshots. <laughs> well, and if you're curious, you can look at my Instagram at love Paul art to see what yeah. kind of artwork I do. And also, Paul does all of our um, mugshot drawings that I post um, on Instagram with the episode. Like, so that's all by you. You draw those. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If, yeah, if you win and you want me to draw your mugshot, I'm so down. You draw my mugshot? Yeah. i'm just kidding anyways so next week we're gonna do victoria Gotti, and i can't wait to see her mugshot i'm yes 
but even though she i don't think she's ever gone to jail but you have to draw her mugshot anyway <laughs> I, I don't know what i'm going to draw for the bling rings there's so many and i'm not doing a brady <sighs> bunch of bling ring mugshots that's too much you're like a group photo <laughs> <laughs> um anyway guys thanks for listening yes. rate review subscribe email us talk what? to us oh and i told you the, yesterday but i set up like nine eight or nine lifetime movies to record on my dvr this week that are all based on a true story so yes. we'll have a chat next week about how to move forward like where we're gonna go next i'm so excited look us up on instagram at lifetime sentence um tweet us at life sentence pod um email us at life sentence podcast no Life- Lifetime Sentence Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And, and then, you can find episode notes at lifetime sentence pod.com. There we go. Yay. Have a good night. You too. And don't forget to eat your vegetables. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>